Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Adrian Chukliangi. Welcome to the St. Joseph's Capital Show, the home for faith-driven leaders and investors in pursuit of new streams of passive income through the tried and true asset class of commercial real estate. I have conversations with high performers, investors, and syndicators in the industry that are using their time, talent, and treasure to breathe life into and create eternal impacts in their communities. Our goal is to help you build relationships, learn about real estate investing and syndication, and level up one day at a time so that we can all become the best versions of ourselves. Now, let's get to the show. Receive your free access to our seven-day course, an introduction to passive real estate investing, which also includes access to our new ebook, 13 Advantages of Real Estate Syndications. Inside, you'll learn the basics of commercial real estate, how syndications can be a wiser alternative, a detailed example of forcing appreciation and increasing value on a multifamily property, and benefits of passively investing. Receive access to this course and the book by checking out the show notes or visit stjosephscapital.com. That is S-T-J-O-S-E-P-H-S-C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com to start your investment journey. Welcome back to the St. Joseph's Capital Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest, Matt Martin. How's it going, Matt? Going good. Going good. Thanks for having me, Adrian. Yeah, Absolutely. Matt is the investor relations team lead at Arrows Capital Group. His company specializes in multifamily operations. It helps newer syndicators through a variety of different services, such as KP, asset management, raising capital, and underwriting. The team at Arrows Capital Group is focused on finding off-market deals that offer the most opportunity for their investors as well as a chance to make a positive impact on the lives of the communities that they invest in. Matt, so excited to have you here today. Just would like to start off with having you share with us a little bit about yourself and your real estate journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that kind introduction, Adrian. Um, Yeah, I'm the investor relations team leader at a phenomenal company called Arrows Capital Group. Um, We do specialize in multifamily and most recently kind of navigating towards short-term rental. And, you know, we are trying to do things just a little bit different and separate ourselves from being your typical boutique syndication firm and and prioritizing people and aligning relationships on the front end. Um, Real estate is just the platform that we use to do that, right? Um, As far as my personal background, I actually got started in the space, um, with my wife, we had a, a digital marketing company for several years and essentially felt like we were living the American dream, right? We worked for ourselves. We had a beautiful family. And um, one day I just kind of got introduced to this concept of multiple streams of income and passive income and kind of was exposed to how vulnerable we really were as a family with one stream uh, of income. And so we just kind of got started taking massive action. We went out and we bought a couple of small apartment complexes and never looked back. Uh, it's been it's been a wild ride, but you know that navigated me to the doorsteps of the guys at Arrows Capital Group. There was a ton of alignment there. And so um, here we are today. 
<laughs> right on. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, you know, so much in there as well. I mean, you talk about, you know, having the business and then realizing that, hey, this is one stream of income and your mind got open to multiple streams of income to, you know, taking action to closing down, closing on, um, you know, multiple apartment buildings. So a lot to, a lot to dive in. I think, you know, what, what did that look like for you and your wife and your business when you were kind of starting to understand the, this whole world of multiple streams of income? Like, was that, was that an overnight realization or, you know, what kind of went into, into that, uh, you know, maybe mindset shift? That's a great question. So for, for me, uh, you've probably heard a similar story like this in the past, but I actually read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and that was just a mindset shift. And so I knew that I was all in on the concept, but didn't really have like a, a formal education of how passive income worked. And so we just got started reaching out to our network. I had a friend in college that was a broker, spent quite a bit of time riding around with her. I started reaching out to other people, you know, in my network that already had done the things that I was hoping to be able to do and just asked a ton of questions. And we, again, just torched the bridge and never looked back. I think it's a mindset shift that is the critical component there. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, having that mindset shift to then, you know, deciding on, on, on real estate and specifically apartments, um, you know, what, what did that look like for you as well? Yeah. Another good question. We got started looking actually in the single family residential space. It was, it was a, it was a way for us to dip our toe in the water and we had limited beliefs that this would be an easier transition, an easier way to get involved. But the reality was, you know, none of the single family rental properties that we were looking at would, would pencil. And then there was that fear that what if one tenant moves out, I go from a hundred percent occupancy to a hundred percent vacancy. And I didn't know a ton about the space when I got started, but I could do math. And I knew that that was a little <laughs> bit of a scary situation. So uh, we navigated to a smaller apartment complex and kind of stress tested the deal during underwriting and recognized that we could have 65% occupancy and still break even. That helped me sleep at night and helped me have a peace of mind to know that, okay, you know, things can still go wrong. And this makes sense because you're still getting principal pay down even at break even. And so, you know, for me, it was, it was a, a math problem. <laughs> right on. That's so good. Um, I love how you talk about that break even occupancy. I was just, um, I was just making some notes this morning, actually, before this podcast on, uh, you know, the importance of downside protection. And, you know, one of the things that is important when looking into downside protection is that break even occupancy. And uh, in your analysis, it was a math problem. And you talk about stress testing, how did you, you know, come to understand how to stress test an apartment, an apartment building, um, you know, getting started? How did you learn about, you know, analyzing and, and uh, you know, going about looking at it mathematically? Yeah, well, you know, I can be 100% honest and transparent here. Early on, it was a lot of chicken scratch and a lot of <laughs> gathering up all of my costs and, you know, doing math the old school way. Now, of course, we have systems and processes and spreadsheets. But yeah, it's about being thorough. It's about 
being conservative. And I think conservatism is probably one of the most overused underwriting terminology that you hear in today's market. Everyone says they're conservative, but how? Well, I was conservative because this was my money that I was putting down on the property. I wasn't using investor capital. And so, you know, that that conservatism became very real to me because um, I didn't want to lose my own money. And so I reached out again to the people in my network. I gathered up all expenses and then, you know, even allowed for a certain budget on, you know, CapEx or um, potential expenditures that may come up that couldn't be foreseen. Doing extreme due diligence to find out what issues the property may have that you might want to just set a little money aside for. And so I just kind of took a holistic approach the first time. Again, that, that system has gotten quite a bit more robust now. And I've got a team of, of people that I'm blessed to get to work with that, you know, help make that very fluid and very effective. Right on. I love it. Would you be able to share too, Matt? You know, that's it's uh, it can be a little, a little bit of a roller coaster when uh, you know going through that process of analyzing uh, the numbers on a on a deal, especially the first one, you know, going through the due diligence and and you know trying to really get to know the property specifically. Was was that sort of a roller coaster ride for you? Was it was it uh, a, you know a smooth process to you know, that first apartment uh, community or what was that like going through that? That's an interesting question. Uh, and I'll <laughs> tell you, roller coaster ride it explains it pretty well because it's interesting, right? You have two different hats you put on. The first hat is bulldog mode. I'm going to go find a deal. I'm going to tear the road down until I find this, this diamond in the rough deal. And then you finally find one that pencils out and makes sense. And it stress tests and it checks your boxes cash flow wise. Now you actually have to take and put a different hat on and say, okay, what are all the reasons why I don't want to do this deal? And that's super difficult, especially early on in your journey, because you just want to do a deal. You want to get one under your belt. Um, so being able to zoom out and take an unemotional approach, it's not easy to do, but it's absolutely necessary and, and find out all the things, you know, what, what are the reasons why I should steer clear of this deal? And, and again, that goes back to that conservatism that we talked about. And so I think just, being able to take your emotions out of it is, is certainly critical in that situation. I love that. It's such a important lesson. Um, and I think it can be emotional, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with real estate, especially, you know, maybe more on the, on the residential side, you know, especially when maybe investors get started with, uh, you know, a house that they live in or uh, maybe a house that they used to live in. And now they're having as a rental. Uh, there, you know, there's definitely, definitely emotion and, and you know a little bit of attachment there. But I think with multifamily and and apartments, uh, you know, a place that you're not necessarily living in, there's a little bit less emotion. And I think that's kind of the helps, right? When you're looking at these deals and and uh, you know that you can kind of um, you know work through and and, and uh, control that emotion when, when going through, uh, those types of acquisitions, you know, what are some other reasons too about multifamily real estate, um, and commercial real estate that, uh, you know, you, you are, you love and are, and are focused on? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I, I really, if you look back at history, because that's how we, that's how we learn and that's how we can predict what's going to happen in the future is by, taking advantage of what's happened before us, right? And so 
2008, 2009, 2010, whatever that time frame was, depending on where you lived in the country, was a really scary time. And it was a direct hit, not just to our economy, but to real estate and the housing market in our economy. And if we look back at the way different asset classes perform, it's no secret that multifamily, you know, just rose from the ashes. It's a very resilient asset class. And so, you know, for me, there's a few key factors that just keep pointing me towards this asset class. One being, you know, the fact that it you can stress test a deal. It is um, resilient because you have so you're so diversified in the door count and you have the opportunity there. And then also because of the resilience in the in the event of a recession, it's an excellent hedge against inflation. And so those were some of the key factors that just kept driving me towards commercial real estate. And I'm still here today. So I guess I still like it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, I like to, you know, shift gears a little bit, Matt, um, and and kind of go to the into the to the mindset and habits and and uh, you know faith side of the of this show. And um, uh, you know, we you kind of mentioned it from the start when you were talking about um, you know the business that you had and you know realizing that uh, maybe it, it might be good to to you know increase those those number of the number of streams of income that you know, your family has coming in. Um, you know what what is a what is your why and how does that why you know fit into uh, your commercial real estate business? Yeah, for sure. So for me, I have a little bit higher of a purpose, I feel like, than just to want to make a bunch of money, right? I obviously have a fiduciary responsibility to my family and those that depend on me. And I take that very seriously. And that's one of the benefits in multifamily or in, in, in this journey. But, you know, essentially my why is really my, my family and my children. I want to leave a legacy that says you can change your stars, right? You can take control of your life and get out of the rat race. There's more to life than just going to school and getting good grades, being a good employee and rising through the corporate structure. Uh, you can be your own boss. You can make an impact on the lives of the people you work with and the communities that you invest in. That's at your fingertips. You just have to go get it. And it's really hard for me to say those words without actually doing it. So, so my why for me is leaving a legacy for my family that, that we can all be proud of. I love that, Matt. I mean, you know, we grow up in this, you know, culture and society and in a world where, you know, the, the path is kind of carved out, right? Like you go to school, uh, you know, you try to get your grades so you can get into a good college. Um, and then, you know, you, you hope that, you know, by getting a degree, you can, you know, find a good job, um, you know, after you graduate so you can, you know, work a career and, and, and take care of your family in that way. And it's like, you know what? It doesn't have to be that way, right? It's like there are other ways of going about, uh, you know, taking care of your family while, you know, having having more control of your time, having having more control of how, uh, you know, your family is taken care of, and then also, like you said, like, you know, creating creating that legacy and creating that impact for, uh, you know, just to have a a, a bigger, uh, you know, a bigger role in in in. Uh, in your family life, but also helping other people kind of achieve that same thing. So uh, really love that why Matt and, and thank you for sharing uh, that. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. How do your daily habits and, and disciplines, uh, you know, contribute to, to the results uh, that you've seen? Yeah, I think 
daily habits and getting in some type of routine is critical, right? I think I, I use the analogy, it's kind of like pushing a car that's not running up a hill. Uh, if you keep pushing, you are growing and you're, you're heading upwards, right? But the minute you stop pushing, that car is going to start rolling back downhill, right? Because gravity takes place. And I feel like our personal development and growth falls into that same category. Consistency, um, spending time, you know, focusing on the things that matter personally, spiritually, physically, and pursuing that growth on a continuous uh, trajectory, I think is certainly critical to any type of success, regardless of whatever field you're in. Yeah, that's so good. Momentum, growth, all key, key factors, I think, in this business. And, uh, you know, I think it shows in, in the work that you've done, Matt, and, and what you've got going on with, with Arrows capital group and, and the, the kinds of deals y'all are putting together and how you're serving your investors. So, um, no, that's great. Matt, how has your faith played a role in your journey through the real estate business? Yeah, it's a great question. It for sure has, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up in a faith-based family and that's always been something that's been important to me. My relationship with Christ has always been kind of my, my center point, right? And because of that, I have a certain set of values and virtues that are near and dear to my heart. And I would say to answer your question, how has that affected my real estate journey? It's, it's helped me to navigate towards like-minded people and, and find people that I align with. And, and that's important. People don't understand how, how critical that is because whenever things go south or whenever things get a little bit sticky, that alignment and that uh, mindset and having those virtues and values and working with fellow believers helps just kind of stabilize the situation and helps guarantee that we're going to be on the same team and see things eye to eye because there's nothing I can imagine worse than working with someone who you don't align with from a spiritual standpoint. And so for me, it's just kind of guided me to work with a bunch of like-minded people. Yeah, that's such a good point. You know, having those common values, uh, you know, those common character traits that, you know, when stuff doesn't go right or maybe something's not, you know, panning out or working out in, in a deal, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, reassuring to know that, you know, your partners have that, that integrity and, and, and are going to approach that problem, you know, with, you know, with, uh, you know, having, having Christ in mind, having, you know, that relationship with God being solid so that they can, you know, solve that problem, come up with a solution and, uh, you know, have, you know, use their values and, and virtues to overcome the issues together. And I think that's, that's such a great point. I think, yeah, it's not, it's not talked about too much, um, you know, in the space, but I think there's a level of, of discussion on having partners that, you know, have common values, but I think there's another level to it, right. When you share that, that, uh, you know, belief in, in God and, and having God to, to fall back on it and to turn to when, when things, you know, get tough. Cause it's, it's a different perspective, right? It's a, it's a, it's a unique lens that we have and we're, when we see the world and um, not everyone has, has Christ to turn to. And, you know, we hope that, you know, we can share Christ with others through, through our actions and, and through our business, you know, 
I feel like business can be more streamlined and a little bit, a little bit easier when, when we have those partners that, uh, you know, are aligned in that way. So yeah, I appreciate you sharing that as well, Matt. Matt, what's, um, what's a recent improvement that, uh, you've implemented in your business that could also be applied to, to our business? Yeah. So most recently we actually changed our entire investor portal experience. And I use that word experience with intentionality, right? We want to give our investors an experience. We got caught up in all of the noise of, you know, sending out the newsletters and that's a machine you have to just keep feeding. And we want to stay in front of your investors and you want to maintain that relationship, especially in between deals. But we've completely revamped and come up with an investor experience. And so what that looks like is you can actually log into our portal now and no different than if you invest with Merrill Lynch or Morgan Stanley and you have an opportunity to log into your account and view how your portfolio is performing. So we've got things like videos from the actual assets of CapEx projects. You can check out rent roll. You can actually check out resources that we provide for you in this um, portal that will help you become a better investor and more educated. And so, yeah, it's it's been um, an onerous task, but it's been one that we're very proud of. And it's allowed us a platform to be able to show our investors an experience instead of just sending a typical newsletter and an update on your assets. So that was a big undertaking that we're real proud of. Oh, that's great work. I'm sure your investors are you know, are, are going to appreciate that. And, and, uh, you know, they're having that experience. I, I know will will uh, you know, pay, pay big results for, for your, for you and your business. Matt, how are you and your business stewarding time, talent, and treasure to breathe life into and create uh, long lasting impacts in your community? Great question. I think for us, again, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we're working so hard to step away from all of the noise that's over here with your typical boutique syndication firm. And and how are we doing that? It's through prioritizing people, prioritizing the relationships, um, the people that we work with, the people that live in the communities that we invest in and making an impact. You know, again, real estate is just a platform that we use to do these things, but we have the opportunity to make a difference, make an impact, foster growth. We are here to increase your potential success at the intersection of hope, growth, care, and generosity. And that's something that we live by. I love it. That's, you know, such a solid way of of putting you know, your values and, and aligning that with your actions. So excited to see the, you know, that those kinds of impacts, um, you know, come to fruit. And uh, I know your investors are, are in good hands and, you know, with, with you, with you leading the, leading the team and investor relations. And yeah, I'm excited to see where Aeros Capital Group goes and I know y'all are going to do amazing things. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. We're having yeah. fun, making a mess for sure. There you go. Matt, where can listeners reach you or uh, find more about you? Yeah. So our website is probably the best place. It's www.arrowscapitalgroup.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, would love for your listeners to pop on our website when they get a chance. We've got some excellent resources that, you know, Um, you're more than welcome to take advantage of. One specific is the Passive Investor's Guide. This is going to give everyone an opportunity to be fully versed in all things they should know, whether they decide to invest with our company 
or another operator, they're going to be more informed and able to make uh, better decisions with their investing. And there's some other really cool resources in there just about learning what type of investor you are. And there's some quizzes you can take so that you can kind of get a better understanding of your risk tolerance and things like that. So you can find all of those things uh, at arrowscapitalgroup.com. Matt, it's been uh, a pleasure having you on the show. You know, thank you so much for, for coming on. And I'm sure, you know, our listeners learned a ton today and are excited to, you know, excited to learn more about real estate investing. And it's been, you know, a pleasure hearing about your story and your journey so far. So thank you for, thanks for being on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll have to have you again in the future. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for what you're doing. This is new and innovative in the space and it's refreshing. And I genuinely appreciate the opportunity to come on and speak. Have a great day. Thanks for coming on the show. And thank you to our listeners for listening to another episode of the St. Joseph's Capital Podcast. Thank you for listening to the St. Joseph's Capital Show brought to you by St. Joseph's Capital. St. Joseph's Capital works with investors nationwide investing in real estate while also donating 50% of profits to assist missionaries who are committed to sharing the hope and joy of the gospel with high school and university students around the world. St. Joseph's Capital, creating impact, one investor, one missionary, and one student at a time. Connect with us online at stjosephscapital.com to receive free access to our new seven-day course, An Introduction to Passive Real Estate Investing, which includes our new book, 13 Advantages of Real Estate Syndications, which you can also receive access for free. This information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only. It is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener is in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent laws that apply to these facts.